my friends, to the D-Rate to Hate podcast. I am Wilk from Wilksworld.com, and this is episode five of our podcast. And uh, thank you very much for joining me, and thank you to all the new listeners that are joining us for the first time. I hope you can find something beneficial here, because what I'm attempting to do with this podcast is to better the world one attitude at a time. The way I do that is I basically talk about things that I've experienced in my life, mistakes that I've made, wisdom I've gained from making those mistakes, and somehow, someway, I hope that something I say can somehow better things for you. So this is very unscripted, mostly a stream of consciousness on my part, and uh, in fact, I've really been tossing around what I was going to go over today, and I'm not even sure what I'm going to call it. I think, I think what I'm going to call it is "You Made Me Mad," because uh, what we're going to talk about today is um, basically emotions and and how when we allow our emotions to dictate our actions, it can cause a lot of problems and causes a lot of problems for for a lot of people. Not only you or or the person who's doing it. But but for everybody that in- encounters the person that's doing it. So, you know, I uh, haven't always been the happiest person or, or the nicest person for that matter. And, you know, to be very real about it, there was there was a lot of things over the course of my life that, that really made me miserable. And and I, not going to lie, I, I had a very bad temper problem. And, and I, I was always trying to make excuses for my temper. And, and, you know, one of those things was, um, you know, this person did that and th- or this that made me mad and that person did that and it made me mad. And, and, and you know, quite honestly, it, it took me a lot of uh, soul searching and a lot of um, a lot of time to figure out that, uh, you know, it, allowing other people's actions or, or, or what they did. Uh, allowing that to dictate my mood and, and therefore allowing my mood to dictate my actions uh, was was a very, very toxic thing for me as a person. And, and it took a lot of time and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of input from a lot of other people for me to for me to ultimately get ultimately get beyond that and and to better myself as a person and, and you know, uh, to be frankly honest, one of the um, one of the things that I pray for every day uh, when I pray is is the ability to make good decisions based on logic and common sense, and instead of feelings and emotions. Because one of the major things that I've learned in my life, probably the most important thing that I've learned in my life, is not to allow my emotions to dictate my actions. And and a big part of that is also not to allow something somebody else did to dictate my emotions. So it's very it's very much a a two-part deal uh when you think about it and and when you look at it and and it's it certainly it's most you know a lot easier said than done when you think about it because you know um I'll go back to a conversation that I had with my dad years ago. My dad's been passed on for a little over ten years now, but he he was certainly the the most, if you know, or one of the most, if not the most, uh, influential people that I've ever known in my life. And and you know, my dad was one of those people that you know was hard to figure out for a lot of people, and and, and he certainly in in a lot of ways had his own ways of of doing things and looking at things, but. 
you know, I, I was going through a very rough patch, uh, or, you know, multiple rough patches in my life. And I, I would call my dad cause I was gone for several years and I would call my dad and we would have conversations. And in what was probably one of the most influential conversations that him and I ever had, he, he told me, you can't control how somebody makes you feel, but you can control what you do with it afterwards. And, and I, you know, I, I kind of got it at that time. I was much younger, much, you know, less, less knowledgeable about different things. And, 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 and it may not have fully set in what he was saying until later in life when, when I read the uh, book by the, the Austrian psychotherapist, uh, Viktor Frankl. And in his book, A Man's Search for Meaning, um, uh, he, he talks a, a lot about you cannot control what happens to you, but it is ultimately up to you as to how you're going to react to what's happening to you. So, you know, Viktor Frankl was a, a um, uh, he was an Austrian Jew that was held in, in, in uh, several different concentration camps by the Nazis and he was tortured and, and, and had more, uh, hellish things happened to him than, than you could possibly imagine. And, and it was ultimately him and, and the ability that he had to control how he reacted to the things that was happening to him that that he talks about gave him the ultimate power o- over who he was and and you know the 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 things that he had to endure uh were no match for his ability to uh ultimately control his reaction so um if you ever do get an opportunity to read a man's search for meaning it, it is it is a brutal read in the sense that some of the details of the things that he talks about are are just just absolutely gut wrenching, and and to think that one human being or one group of human beings would do that kind of thing to another human being is is just beyond horrific. But um, the the point that he gets he talks about in 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 the the logger therapy things uh, that he developed uh, helped and have helped so many people over time. But how does this relate to what I'm talking about? Ultimately. If you begin to understand that there are going to be several things throughout our lives that we have no control over, uh, and, and many of those things are going to be things that, yes, they do make us mad or, or they do make us sad. Um, you know, one of the things that we're, we're currently encountering as a, as a world uh, is the, the COVID-19 crisis, the, the novel coronavirus crisis. Uh, that's that's affected you know very large uh, parts of the world in very very negative ways and 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 you know with with our government's reaction to this there's been lockdowns there's been people who who have you know not been able to leave their house in in several weeks and people who are losing their businesses and 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 the uh, the effects of that are 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 horrific for for a lot of people. Um, you know, people have lost their jobs, people have lost their life savings, everything that they've worked for, you know, uh, their whole lives are, are, are gone. Uh, you know, obviously this is not to minimize the, uh, the fact that there's a lot of people losing their lives from the, the coronavirus itself, but for those that have to continue on and carry on after this thing, you know, subsides and goes away, uh, there's going to be a lot of people having to deal with a lot of things. And, you know, we're seeing um, uh, 
uh, increases in, in the number of suicides and and people having to uh, you know battle um, domestic violence you know within their homes because there's people uh, you know that they, they just they just they're losing it they they can't handle it anymore and and the reality of this is is, is people are very much social creatures and. Far too many people nowadays do, do not understand and are not able to cope with uh, or don't have the coping skills to get beyond uh, fighting their own emotions. And and we're, we're seeing just just terrible things coming out of uh, of of this crisis. Um, people have got to learn to put their emotions in check and people have got to learn how to not only compartmentalize the the things that make them mad but once they do get mad to not allow that anger not allow that emotion to dictate their actions and like i said earlier in this one of the things that i do every day is i pray for the ability i pray for the strength to not allow my emotions to dictate my actions because as a younger man as a child and as a younger man I, I was very much the type of person who allowed my emotions to dictate my actions and and it very much made me a miserable person and in a lot of ways made me a miserable person to be around um, so uh, you know one of the best things that I've ever been able to conquer in my personal life is that incredibly negative characteristic in, in who I was as a person. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, some people use the serenity prayer. Some people, you know, use meditation and yoga and every, any number of different things uh, to, to get beyond it. But it, it is something that you have to conquer in order to live a better and more fruitful life and, and, and be a better person for other people to be around. Uh, I know the um, life I lead now would not in any way be possible with, with the way that I was back then. And, and I know that uh, I know for a fact that there's relationships that I've been in and friendships that I've lost because of the kind of person that I was at certain points in my life. And that the vast majority of that stemmed from my inability to conquer my own emotions, my inability to keep my actions in check when my emotions became overwhelmed. So uh, there's there's no question that, that one of the most important lessons that I have learned in life is to never, or, or, or you know, I guess I can't say never, but to uh, make sure that my emotions do not dictate my actions. And you can look at you can look at any number of people in any number of situations. I don't care whether it's it's in it is in your direct relationships, your direct life, um, the the lives of uh, of your favorite celebrity or or you know whoever. Uh, if you look at um, the things that are are, are taking place. Much of the chaos and carnage and misery that we we see in people's lives or experience in our lives is as a result of that uh, those actions based on on emotions and and you know when we think about it, allowing somebody else to have that power over us when, when we are really the ones that need to 
take control of our actions uh, and be self-accountable, you know, be accountable. And and instead of passing blame onto somebody else for, well, they made me mad, you know, they made me mad, of course I, you know, hit them. Or they made me mad, of course I crashed my car into the side of their, you know, new truck or whatever the case may be. Uh, You know, those kind of things, you you know, you, you should not allow yourself to be that powerless over somebody else's uh, you know, somebody else's actions. Okay, their actions made you mad. Okay, now it's my responsibility. Now the ball's in my court. Now it's my responsibility to take that anger and use it either in a constructive way or, or, or move on uh, because I am not powerless over what I can do and what I choose to do as far as my actions. Uh, I am powerless over what they do to make me mad but I'm not powerless beyond that point. At that point, I have to take accountability for everything beyond that. And, you know, when we when we look at what's going on in the world today, I mean, there's many, many, many things out of our control. And, and I don't care whether it's this crisis or the next one that's made up or, 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 or the next thing that comes along. And There's always going to be things in, in life that we are powerless over. But what we are not powerless over is our ability to react to them. So... That that is is probably the most important tip that I can I can pass along, and you know, over the course of this podcast, you're going to hear me talk about a lot of a lot of different things, and this one is going to be one that comes up an awful lot, and, and you know, not blaming other people for our actions, um, because like my dad told me so many years ago in that conversation, I can't control how somebody makes me feel. My feelings are very very real. I cannot control how somebody makes me feel, but I can control what I do after they make me feel that way. Okay, so as I do each week, I always talk about a, a good news story or a good deed story, uh, you know, to, to counteract all the gloom and doom media and the, you know, and, and this week's story that I, I'm going to talk about is um, about a young man or, or a young boy, actually, 10 years old, named Troy Matson. Uh, I believe he's out of Australia. And in lieu of gifts uh, for his birthday, um, he, he wrote a letter to all of his friends saying that he wanted his friends to donate to um, people who have fallen on hard times or, or homeless people. And, and he was inspired because of his mother's story. When she was seven months pregnant, she, she fell on hard times, and I, I believe she became homeless and lost her job. And, and uh, you know, she continued on, and, and she, it sounds like she's raising a, a phenomenal, phenomenal young man. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's, it's things like this um, uh, that, that, you know, really restore a person's faith in humanity. And, and this young man, I, I know I see on Facebook nowadays, a lot of people are doing that thing where they, you know, in, in lieu of gifts or for in honor of my birthday, I'd like you to donate to somebody. But this is a 10 year old, you know, youngster that, that is, has really got some really cool, uh, cool things going for him in, in the way of a, uh, set of morals on him and and i I just i I think that is is phenomenal so his mom deserves a lot of credit you know for for making it through what she's she's been through and and uh and raising such a phenomenal little young man so so that is uh that is great so uh young troy mattson off there in uh in australia uh keep it up you're doing a fantastic job young man and and uh, i think you've got a great future ahead of you so 
With that said, I am going to uh, wrap up episode 5 of the Derate the Hate podcast. Please subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share with your friends. Uh, Check out our our family of websites, uh, starting with wilkesworld.com. And uh, get on a computer and and leave us a a comment or a a review. I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, And remember, you know, uh, when you get back out there, when you can start... uh, socializing with each other in a real and free way again be kind to one another be grateful for everything you've got and remember it's ultimately up to you to make each day what you want that day to be from all of us here at wilkes world until next time